Hello, Red Wave. Welcome to Beware of Bulldogs podcast. I am your host, Caleb Nail. Along with me is my other favorite Caleb. I almost said host, but Michael would have got really mad. My other favorite Caleb. And that is uh, my co-host for Caleb Pletz. Caleb, thanks for joining me, man. Glad to be here, Caleb. Yeah, uh, good to be back previewing another Fresno State game. Uh, it's been a long bye week of no Fresno State football, which I think you probably agree is good for our team so they can <laughs> kind of rest up, heal from injuries. But uh, it's tough when uh, when a fall Saturday or Friday doesn't have a Fresno State football game. Yeah, it was, it was interesting to not have a, a Fresno State game to look forward to and watch but we we got to watch a lot of other football i don't know what games did you watch this past weekend uh i didn't get to watch a ton as it ended up being a pretty busy weekend but i mean i think the biggest one was you know number one alabama going down against uh against texas a&m i mean that's a huge one so yeah it's kind of been interesting season so far for the top 25 i feel like there's been a lot of a lot of movement teams losing um you know fresno state contributed to that earlier in the year uh, (laughs) knocking off ucla so yeah, and then uh, yeah. we lost. Yeah. Yeah. We were then, part of then, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Though it's been a crazy college football year, man. It's so fun. I'm so glad that we're back to this full season. This craziness is going on. It's so fun. And and plus, I I asked you what college football game you watch. I've been watching uh, playoff baseball. I don't know about you, but and currently right now, the Dodgers and the Giants are playing. It's not looking good for my team, but uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun to, you know, I know we're primarily Fresno State podcast, but yeah, it's been fun to have, you know, the two California teams facing off in the playoffs. I mean, that hardly ever happens with Giants and Dodgers. Uh, so yeah, it's been, it's been fun to watch that too. I put a poll out on Twitter. Uh, it looks like our, our listener base on Twitter is pulling for the Giants, I believe, uh, which makes me happy. Right, who are you pulling for? Oh, I'm, I'm a Giants fan. Oh. So yeah, I agree. Okay. We could stay friends. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Red Wave, we have Wyoming this week, and we're going to Wyoming, so we're going to do our best to update you on what's going on and what we think should happen and what the dogs need to do to bring home a win. First, let me update you on Wyoming. Wyoming's 4-1, and one. and they beat Montana State, Northern Illinois, Ball State, Connecticut, and, and then they lost to Air Force, so... What, what are we thinking about the, the, that four and one record, Caleb? Question it a little bit. Um, <laughs> you know, it seems like they've beat. I'm glad you said uh, it. <laughs> they, <laughs> you know, they've beat you know, a bunch of nobodies. Uh, you know, no offense to our uh, <laughs> buddy Jared from UConn, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, nothing really that impressive um, coming so far. I mean, but, you know, they won four games, which is a good place to be in. Um, you know, they are uh, 0-1 in the Mountain West, though, dropping last week to um, Air Force. So uh, starting conference playoff, not on the best foot. But, um, you know, Wyoming, you know, they, they can be, you know, a tricky team. And, you know, we'll kind of get into more of the specifics. But, uh, yeah, especially a game in Laramie, Wyoming can get tricky. I think that Federal State is, you know, getting this game at a good time of the year. I think that the weather shouldn't be too crazy. The game's in the middle of the day. So, um, yeah, I think that that shouldn't, you know, play too big of, of a factor for Federal State. Yeah, thank goodness. I would not want to play in the snow if it were up to me. 
starting quarterback for the Wyoming uh, Cowboys. Yes. And it's not like UNLV where it's like runner rebels or, you know, <laughs> anything like, or just rebels. It's just Cowboys. Right. Am I I'm right. right with that? Right. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, Sean Chambers is starting quarterback. Um, he leads the team in pass yards. And I think everybody knows that if you're a football fan, a uh, name you should probably look out for when they're running the ball is, <laughs> yeah, I'll, let me try this one. Zavion, Zavion, Valade. His last name is Valade. Leads a team in rush yards with 436 yards. Yeah, did you have you seen that name? I think it's Xavian. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Why do people do this to to their children? <laughs> I mean, it's a cool name. Yeah, uh, it is a cool name. Start to the next. Oh, you don't you don't see that very often. <laughs> uh, receiving wise. Uh, Isaiah Naor and Aiden Everhart uh, are their two leading receivers. Uh, those, other than that, there's not much on the offensive end. I think Sean Chambers is their guy. Uh, is there anything else? We haven't talked to anyone from Wyoming yet, so we're still working on that. So I we haven't found someone to bring us the ins and outs or the inside secrets to Wyoming Cowboys football yet. So we're uh, going blind into uh, what we, you know, what we should know or anything more. So we just know what you guys know. And that is Sean Chambers is their leader and a, and a good player. Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, you know, been a good productive player for Wyoming for the last couple of seasons. Uh, you know, he is a dual threat quarterback, so I feel like, um, you know, he can make a difference with his legs. You know, we were looking at some of his passing stats um, for, you know, their first five games. And I mean, he kind of hovers around 200 yards passing every game, which, you know, really is not lighting up the record books or the scoreboard. So, um, you know, he, he really kind of makes more of a difference um, you know, with his legs on the ground running the ball. So, um, but that can be dangerous. Um, but Fresno state has shown, you know, earlier so far this season, they've kind of been able to shut down, you know, running quarterbacks, think about Oregon mm-hmm. kind of neutralize that, uh, UCLA, uh, Thompson Robinson kind of neutralized him too. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not too concerned about it, but, um, it is a bit of a change from, um, you know, what the dogs looked at last week. Yeah, I'm interested to see what kind of defense the Wyoming Cowboys bring because we have noticed that a lot of people are playing us differently, and the coaches talked about that in their press conference. Is that we're going to get something, we're going to get different looks from all these teams. Whatever they played before, we need to kind of throw that out because we're going to get a different look. And I'm interested to see if Wyoming brings the style that why uh, excuse me that Hawaii and you know V brought. Because the second you bring pressure on us, Jake's going to shred you apart. But when you drop eight guys, we seem to struggle against that. So defensively, we've been told that they have a pretty good pass defense. Uh, What have you seen and heard? Yeah, that's that's kind of what we've heard coming into this, that um, Wyoming is tough. Um, defensively, I know that um, I think they have a linebacker, Chad Muma, who uh, was a preseason all Mountain West pick and supposedly is a pretty good player, player to watch out for. So, yeah, he we'll leads their that. team in tackles and interceptions, yeah. if you can believe that. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what kind of a difference he makes for uh, for the Wyoming team. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, you know, Fresno State's offensive strength has been throwing the ball, and supposedly Wyoming's defensive strength has been pass defense. So <laughs> kind of battle of the two strengths, and we'll see uh, you know, which one is able to prevail and, you know, which team is able to kind of throw some different looks out there, whether that be Fresno State finally getting the run game going or Wyoming defense, you know, changing up what they've shown previously on film and kind of messing up with the uh, the Fresno State offense. So I, I I did some research, and against Montana State, so I, for every game that they played so far, Montana State threw the ball twenty eight times for two hundred yards. Northern Illinois threw the ball twenty six times for two hundred thirty three yards, including three interceptions. Ball State twenty to, twenty passes for eighty two yards and an interception. Connecticut thirty nine passes one hundred seventy one yards one interception and air force threw the ball 10 times for 110 yards. I would argue, you know, I air force Connecticut ball state don't seem like they're the best passing teams. I mean, granted they did force three interceptions against Northern Illinois. So that's always good when you get three interceptions and then Montana state, uh, we know Montana always breeds big boys over there and Montana Grizzlies beat Washington. So, uh, but 200 yards there. So, I, I don't know if their high ranking on when it comes to passing defense is due to their great defense. We'll find out. Or the the teams that they play, just the lack of skill on the passing and uh, passing side of the ball. I, I, it's going to be fun to watch uh, because Air Force, if we go to the Air Force game <laughs> and you go to their uh, rushing stats, um, it's it's a totally different story. They ran the ball well. They ran the ball multiple times, but they their their running back with that led them in stats ran the ball thirty three times for one hundred forty yards and one touchdown. Uh, so that was just one. They they actually ran the ball sixty four times. <laughs> yeah, that's just a classic game against Air Force that Wyoming had last week. I think that the time of possession was way in Air Force's favor, which really is how they can control a game and get a get a victory just by controlling the clock, controlling field position, and <laughs> just kind of controlling the game that way. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely glad that Fresno State doesn't have to play Air Force. It always seems to be a tricky <laughs> game. And, yeah, if you're on the wrong side of the field position game and time of possession, then usually it's a slow, painful death <laughs> against Air Force. So, and, and, and that's what Wyoming uh, yeah, had uh, come to them last week. All right, Caleb, because we are Caleb and Caleb, and I've been referring to us as CNC, you know, there's the CNC Music Factory. I don't know if people know this, right? CNC Music Factory, they sing uh, Gonna Make You Sweat, which is everybody dance now, right? That one. So I got a new segment for everybody, and that is what's gonna make you sweat when we come into this game? So, not your keys, this is not our keys to the game, but what does Wyoming bring to the table that is gonna make you sweat? I think that I'll give you one thing that Wyoming brings and then one thing, one Fresno State question mark. We'll say okay. that. I mean, I think that just the fact that Wyoming can kind of be unpredictable because it seems like every different team Fresno State has faced this season has thrown something at the dogs that they weren't expecting. Mm-hmm. And last game, Fresno State really could not adjust. And Jay Kaner threw all the interceptions and it was <laughs> – 
just bad. So I think it's just the uncertainty and then just our offense not really showing that they can adjust right away. Um, so I think that's really what's making me sweat is I think that's kind of the scouting report out on Fresno State right now is throw something different at them and, you know, <laughs> they might not be able to adjust, you know, their game plan for it. So, yeah, that that kind of kind of makes me sweat for what Wyoming's defense can do. And then say what makes me sweat about the dogs. I mean, Jake Hayner's health. Uh, I know that uh, he – like we've mentioned, he's taking shots every game, getting hit left and right, left the Hawaii game for a bit. Uh, the coaches and the press conference today called it a lower leg injury. So <laughs> nice, nice and vague. Don't want to give anything away. Um, you know, they, they did say that, that they expect him to be a hundred percent coming into the game, but um, I think, we, I think they may have mentioned that it actually was a, an ankle sprain. Um, mm-hmm. So that's tough though, because you never know uh, how uh, how bad the sprain is, and if he's able to come back from it. So, um, yeah, I would like to see a fully healthy Jay Kaner, and if he's not, we'll have to see how that affects his gameplay. <laughs> There's two things that are going to make me sweat as well. I'm going with, with your game plan one on one for Wyoming, one for us, and they're both the same thing for each team. So, what's going to make me sweat the most when Wyoming has the ball is their ability to run the ball, right? And, I, and I've said this multiple times over the past few weeks is that, uh, and it has surprised me. I mentioned that too. We talked to, to Benno KK's uh, beginning of the season. We could stop the run. I, that was a question mark you and I had. Can we stop the run? And they answered that. And yes, they could. And then the past two games, well, what happened? I don't know. Uh, we can't stop the run now. So that's what's going to make me sweat is Wyoming going to run the ball and then knock on to the fact that uh, Sean Chambers can run the ball as well. Um, it's it's going to make me sweat a little bit. Now we go over to uh, Fresno State side, and the coaches mentioned that there's going to be a change on the offensive line. Uh, I, we don't know what that's going to be, but there's going to be a change. And they Coach Grubb said it was due to performance and because he wants to run the ball. So – I'm sweating a little bit because our pass protection has been decent. I don't want to say it's been great, but it's been decent. Uh, but our run uh, blocking has been very poor. And this is why the change is coming. And I'm sweating. Th- this change is going to make me sweat just a little bit um, until I kind of, until I see them pop somebody in the mouth and get a good push and Ronnie breaks one. But I, I want to see one run this game that Ronnie gets for at least 10 yards um, where getting, he's not having to juke three guys to get there. Right. right? At the line like, of scrimmage. He has yeah. a nice clear <laughs> path where he can get an easy nine, <laughs> 10 yards. That would be awesome. Yes. So that's, what's going to make me sweat a change on the offensive line. And then uh, if we, you know, we need to stop the run. Uh, so, and, and I think that will be answered early in the game. Uh and then we'll see if we can uh, adjust, like you said. So, uh, it, I do a lot of sweating when Fresno State plays in any sport. I do a lot of sweating. I don't know if that's good or bad. And it's a nervous sweat, so my wife always wants me to wear put on deodorant before. So, <laughs> uh, oh man. Uh, all right. Well, that's kind of it's kind of leading. It kind of led me into keys to the game. What are your keys to the game this Saturday? I think number one for Fresno State offense, 
just have to limit the turnovers. I mean, we talked about it uh, after the Hawaii game, just how brutal that can be to the team and momentum and getting the offense going but not coming away with points. So mm-hmm. um, just really limiting the turnovers. And I think if the Bulldogs can do that, this should be, um, you know, a comfortable victory. Um, if the fumbles and the interceptions keep coming out, then, yeah, it's probably going to be a close game. Yeah, I, uh, on the offensive side of the ball, I think our key to the game, or my key to the game, like I said, is run the ball. So we have been just annoying everyone by saying that the coaches and us, we want to see Ronnie Rivers touch the ball 20 times. I'm done with that. I, do, I don't care how many times Ronnie Rudds touches the ball. I want us to run the ball down Wyoming's throat. And I don't care if that's three touches for 300 yards or, you know, 500 touches for 500 yards. I want us to punch them in the mouth and run the ball. Um, Air Force had time possession of 38 minutes. I want us to hold the ball 45 minutes and run the ball 45. I don't care. 50 times. I, you get my point. I want us to make a, it's a, it's our statement game to run the ball. Uh, Ronnie rivers has 91 carries for 420 yards and three touchdowns. I feel like that's a lot of carries. That's very little yardage for 91 carries and for what Ronnie should have. And only three touchdowns. This is our touchdown leader right here that I'm talking about. You know, he, he should be going crazy. So, uh, get Ronnie rivers, the ball, run the ball with him. Um, or if, if Ronnie Rivers isn't going to touch the ball every time, you know, get Jordan Mims in the mix. Um, you know, it, it, this is terrible. I talk Fresno State football two, three times a week, and I can't even remember our third string running back's name. Caleb, can you remind me? Uh, Jordan Wilmore? Wilmore, yeah. yes. Uh, transfer. That, that's how bad it is. We need to run the ball. I mean, these guys should be coming in and out. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting, getting My blood pressure is getting up there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, and, and, you know, that, that goes off what the coaches also have mentioned in, uh, you know, the press conferences is, you know, the importance for offensive balance and that, you know, the, the passing game, and the running game need to go hand in hand because that's what makes each of them successful yes. is when the defense can't predict what's happening. So um, yeah, that the, the coaches are saying it too. We're saying that the offensive line needs to, needs to get, <laughs> get in shape and actually make something happen. Yeah. How nice would it be? to come into next week saying, oh my gosh, what is Nevada going to do? Because we just ran for 250 yards on Wyoming and threw for 250 yards. What are they going to, what, you know, it's going to be, it's really hard for another team to prepare when it, when you're doing that. So I, I would love to have that conversation next week. Uh, if we do that <laughs> uh, defensively, my key to the game is I want to see us force turnovers. I feel like we've been really lackadaisical when it comes to forcing turnover. I don't, we just haven't had guys in the right spot because uh, we have gone for punch outs and the ball has been on the floor. We just haven't recovered it or every one uh, and our lack of interceptions. I think we have one interception all year uh, still. I, I could be wrong about that, but you know, I don't remember the two, the two turnovers I remember are Aaron Mosby and Lavelle Bailey interception and Aaron Mosby strip sack. So I, or I think he has two or th- two, three, 
but I would like to see more. Our defense needs to force more turnovers. Uh, I feel like we're, we are always losing the turnover battle. And I'm sure there's a stat out there are, uh, are plus minus uh, for turnovers. I would like to see that. Um, but yeah, I, we need to force turnovers. Uh, this cannot be a game where we come out slow, like UNLV, like Hawaii, like every game, uh, but especially conference teams where they, you know, they get some belief and they can stick around. We need to put them away right now. And I know for a fact, our boys are fired up and ready to do that. Yeah. You know, I think with the you know defensive takeaways, I think that starts with the, our defensive line. If you think back to the beginning of the season, I feel like we were really hyping up our defensive line and how, um, how many big plays they're able to make and, you know, getting tackles for loss, sacks, forced fumbles. It seems like the last couple of games, we really haven't been saying that, that they're really making that huge impact. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a huge key too. that, you know, our defensive line, which they're studs, like we, they've shown that they can make the big plays and uh, we just need to sh- see that happen uh, in this game <laughs> so that they can actually make, make a difference. Right. So I looked it up. We are minus seven in the turnover differential and Wyoming's plus three. So it, it, we need to, we need to make, we need to make up for minus seven. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. What's the, uh, you seem to know all about what, what's, what the weather's going to be like, where we're, where I can watch this stuff. Can you, can you let us know what, where that's happening and what the weather's going to be like? Yeah. So we got, uh, game obviously in laramie wyoming uh kickoff time is 12 30 pacific time so it's a 1 30 local kickoff so nice hopefully sunny during the day and <laughs> no snow as a factor which i know in previous seasons you know playing wyoming later in the season snow can definitely be a factor so um, should be uh, relatively clear for the game uh how we can uh, consume the game uh, tv it's gonna be a fox sports 2 um so not okay. uh, super widely available but uh, i believe it should be available on both direct tv and comcast so that's good uh, and then on the radio bulldog sports network uh, fox sports 1340 with our favorites uh, paul pat and cam giving mm-hmm. the best uh, analysis that there is <laughs> It's still cold, even though the sun is out. It's I still am shivering hearing the high. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Well, long sleeves, I guess that'll help. And and you're running around, you'll be fine. They'll be fine. <laughs> but if it's under sixty degrees, I'm I'm I get I'm I'm cold. <laughs> uh, the spread on this one is Fresno by three and a half. How does that make you feel that Vegas only favors us by three and a half? Well, I think based off the last two games, Fresno State really hasn't <laughs> shown a reason to show more confidence in their ability to win big. So I, I think it seems appropriate um, you know, after the loss and then the close win over UNLV when they're favored by 30 points. So, yeah, it seems appropriate. <laughs> um, and, you know, looking back at, uh, you know, Fresno State's games this season, I mean, they played a lot of close games. I mean, you know, three point loss, eight point win, three point win, blowout, you know, seven point loss, blowout. So, uh, yeah, I mean, excluding the two games against the 
uh, you know, two bad teams, UConn and Cal Poly. Every game's been a, been a one score game, so it seems like they're probably catching on. And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you know this game's close too. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. I, I we could be in for a long second half of the season <laughs> when we're playing in one possession games every week. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. It's well deserved uh, that we haven't proved to be a 30 point favorite yet uh, over unders 54. So a little bit less than the past few games. Uh, and I don't know if that's due to the lack of offense from Wyoming or because of all of our turnovers, <laughs> but I might, I, I, you know, I've been taking the over, well, I don't know what I've been taking. I kind of been jumping around, but I would take the over on this 54. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, you know, looking at all of Fresno State's victories, they've scored over 30 points in every victory. So, um, and the games where they haven't scored 30 points, they've lost. So I think we'll, I'll make that one of my keys to the game is Fresno needs to score at least 30 because um, <laughs> I think the defense is probably going to give up three to four touchdowns. So we're going to need to be four touchdowns in a field goal at least to um, be on top of that. So. Yeah, that's going to be one of my keys. The offense has got to put up at least 30. So I, I, Caleb, I don't know if you listened to the one, the, the recent episode we talked to Tobena, uh, but I asked the guys, who do you want to see take the next step forward in this second half of the season? So I want to uh, ask you that same question. In terms of an individual player? Yes. Oh, man. Um... No, I put you on the spot. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a, that's a good <laughs> question. I think I'd like to see Evan Williams like continue to really be the man and the captain of that defense. Um, Cause it seems like the, the games where he's all over the field, making the big tackles and the big plays, it seems like those have been, you know, the, the good games for Fresno state defense where he's really in the mix and making plays happen. So I, I like to see him really step up and solidify himself as, you know, best defender in our defense yeah you know i, I talked to the to michael and tobena and i and i gave out my my serious answer to that question but i wanted to add to that uh my boy jacob westbury the long snapper i he's a, he's a friend of mine so I, I could say this dude you better get a tackle i, I want to see you blow somebody up a returner up let's go jacob come on baby <laughs> oh that's my next step for jacob is to just blow a returner up, snap that ball and get going, baby. Get on your high horse. <laughs> uh, anything else that uh, you have on this game that you'd like to share? Uh, I'm, I'm looking for a big bounce back game from our dogs. I was hoping it would happen after the UNLV game. It didn't happen. But after their first conference loss and one that they were expected to win, I it, looking for a huge bounce back game. Yeah, I, I think so too. And, you know, you got to think that the Fresno State offense is going to be itching to put a better show um, mm -hmm. out there, especially after the letdown from last week. So, yeah, I think the optimistic side of me says, you know, Hayner's going to throw it for 500 yards. They aren't going to run the ball because they just haven't <laughs> been able to. And they're going to, you know, he's going to throw for five touchdowns. So <laughs> uh, that's just what it seems like, man. They just, they just can't get the run going. So yeah. that's what 
So, yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to see, you know, five passing touchdowns from Jay Kaner. So, yeah, if I had to predict the score, I'd say probably, you know, 35 to 27. 35, 27 dogs. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with 30 to 21 dogs. And uh, hopefully, you know, one of these days we'll get them right. <laughs> what was your score again? I'm going to write it down. Uh, 30, 38, 27. No, 35, 27. 35. It's okay. You could change it. I still haven't wrote it down yet. It's not final. <laughs> 35, 27 for CP. All right. That is going to do it for CNC Fresno State Bulldog Factory. Thank you guys for tuning in. Stay safe. Stay healthy. God bless you and your family. And we'll see you in Fresno at Bulldog Stadium uh, next week when we play Nevada. Make sure you're there. And uh, as always, go dogs. Go dogs.